Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus, and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD+. Check out Qualia NAD+, risk-free, for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash Dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave15, Qualia NAD+. It's what I use. Today's cool fact of the day is that dentists recommend that you keep your toothbrush at least six feet away from your toilet to avoid airborne particles that come from flushing the toilet. Now, the biohacker in me says that can't possibly be right. Maybe you should either not flush your toilet or, more likely, use a little bit of hydrogen peroxide on your toothbrush, which would make sure that if any, quote, particles ended up on your toothbrush, that they wouldn't do bad things to you. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. On today's show, we have Dr. Justin Marcajani, who runs justinhealth.com. Justin is a pretty amazing guy. He's a chiropractic physician specializing in functional medicine and kinesiology. And I've done some work with him on reactivating some of my muscles. And I found him to be amazingly knowledgeable across a broad variety of things that I would consider right at ground zero in the biohacking movement. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. It's great to be here. One of the things I'm particularly excited about is that you are going to be 
one of the guest speakers on the third day of the Bulletproof Conference in San Francisco on January, I think that'll be January 19th on the day you're presenting. And I know that we've talked a little bit about what you're going to say there. Can you tell me a little bit about what you're planning to talk about at the conference? Yeah, I'm really excited to be there. Uh, my talk will be on injury prevention, as well as the people that really want to take their performance to the next level, some simple things they can do. And also talking about how I integrate the Bulletproof vibe into my practice to help bring people to the next level. Awesome. I'm really hoping that when you're done presenting to the people at the conference that they really have an understanding of why some muscles turn off and don't turn back on without help and how they can go about turning them back on because you really help me understand some things that are going on in myself. As we're getting going, tell me a little bit about your practice. What kind of people do you see? It's a great question, Dave. Well, we see two kinds. We have uh, the everyday person that maybe has a chronic injury and they want to address the underlying issue. And again, our practice is kind of broken up into two sides. We have the, the physical medicine side. So the injury or performance side, we see a lot of professional athletes as well, people that want to take their performance to the next level. So at that stage of the game, every little bit matters a lot. And then we also have the metabolic side of the thing. So I, I see a lot of patients that are diabetic, thyroid issues, gastrointestinal issues, depression, and a lot with female hormone balancing and infertility. And the overarching goal for both sides of the clinic is to really address the underlying cause, the root foundational issues that are driving dysfunction. That's, I think, pretty amazing. You have some equipment other than the, the Bulletproof Vibe you have a laser. I'm into lasers quite a lot these days because they do crazy biohacking things. Tell me about your laser. Oh, great. Yeah, we have a laser that helps essentially emulsify fat. So again, the, the core foundational issue, we put people on the bulletproof kind of style of diet, trying to get people keto adapted, meaning so they can burn more fat for fuel. Because as patients get older or they get more unhealthy, they tend to burn more carbohydrates. So we're trying to shift and adapt their metabolism at the same time, using the laser to dump more fat out of the fat cell, and then we use the bulletproof vibration unit to help mobilize the fat, where the person can patient can then now burn all this fat up for fuel. So, how quickly does the laser make people lose fat? Well, it's interesting. We see anywhere between an eighth and a half an inch just within 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes over an inch to an inch and a half. It really depends on people's metabolic status. But we see pretty amazing results. And even patients that don't comply with the diet, which we always recommend, um, they still get results. But we want a lasting change. We want to make a lifestyle change too. Wow, that's pretty impressive. So for people who are really, really overweight, who try the Bulletproof diet and decide that losing only about a pound a day isn't going to cut it for them, they can use lasers <laughs> in order to cut it even faster. Yeah, one of the things we also add into is some of the intermittent fasting for people that have stronger adrenals. And then we'll add in some of the um, the Bulletproof coffee mixed in with the MCT oil and a little bit of grass-fed butter as well, which really helps. Wow. Now, this laser is non-surgical. This is not something where they cut you open and do some sort of bizarre liposuction. This is done topically, right? Just through the skin? Oh, yeah. Totally FDA cleared, non-invasive, no bruising, scarring, medication, or side effects. The only side effect I've seen Mostly it's just an increase in energy because the body's just got a whole bunch more fat to now burn up. <laughs> I love it. That's so cool. Yeah. And you're based in Cupertino, right? Yeah, I'm right in Cupertino, California, right in the, the middle of the Apple campus in Silicon Valley. 
Are you looking forward to Apple's new spaceship campus, the one they're building? Is that going to be visible from your front door? That's a good question. I haven't heard um, too much about that yet. Well, you've got the lasers. They'll have the spaceship. It's a match made in heaven. Oh, perfect. Love it. (laughs) Okay, so you've got people losing a half inch in 20 minutes, and they're on the Bulletproof diet, drinking Bulletproof coffee and doing Bulletproof intermittent fasting. Okay, they're dumping fat like crazy. What do you do about all the loose skin that they get? That's a great question. So I have a lot of patients that have these issues, whether it's a lot of female patients that have already had um, had babies and then the skin never really quite returned to normal, or just our typical obese patient that's gained 60, 70, 80 pounds and now lost the weight and they have all this extra sagging skin. So one, the laser helps provide stimulus to the dermis to tighten up. That's one. So we have the stimulus. Two, we get them on a high-dose collagen support because collagen helps provide the raw material and the integrity for the dermis so it can tighten. And also, the whole body vibration really helps along with the laser to really stimulate and tighten that skin. And we recommend three to six months on, on that type of protocol to really get a nice change. How long do you have them vibrate? Uh, is it a uh, daily thing, a weekly thing? Well, when they come in, we recommend twice a week. We have some patients that come in multiple times a week to use it just to kind of get their fix, so to speak. Very cool. And we have many patients that actually already have their own vibration units uh, but still come in because they tell me the one I carry, uh, the one from you, it actually, they call it a uh, vibration on steroids. (laughs) It's pretty strong. That's a fair point. And and it runs at that 30 hertz frequency, which there's hundreds of peer-reviewed study articles to to benefit the support on osteoporosis – uh, skeletal muscle, uh, growth hormones, etc. So there's a lot of good research behind it too. It, it's kind of funny. I, I tried a consumer grade $3,000 unit last week. I was just walking through a mall and I saw one and my hips hurt for two days. It was the side to side rocking kind. And it drives me nuts when I know that people who you know, are really trying to help themselves or willing to make that kind of investment in their health. They go out and they, they buy something that's slickly marketed, but doesn't match the science behind the research. Absolutely. And, you know, for, for me, like I'm first and foremost trying to buy a product that I can use to get clinical outcomes to help my patients. And the other products that I saw were twice as much and actually weighed twice as much. So for me, I bring it from room to room. Sometimes it gets moved three or four times a day. And it was just way too inconvenient using one that was twice as much money, which isn't good and twice the weight. So this brought the convenience to move it. And it also the, the price tag was perfect for me. Awesome. Uh, I don't want this to sound like an infomercial for whole body vibration. I just love letting people know that, you know, a, a guy who works with pro athletes and overweight people runs the thing for multiple hours a day. Like it really is as solid as, as we say it is. And so I'm, I guess we shouldn't talk too much about that because this is our podcast, <laughs> but, but I'm still, I appreciate, you know, you using it and you sharing your legit experience with it. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm just really excited to talk about it. It's really profound. Let's move on to injury prevention. How how does injury prevention work in the first place? What do you do? I mean, we talk about functional movement and things like that some of the time on the blog and the podcast, but what's your, what's your angle on it? Well, our number one goal when dealing with any person, whether it's just your, you know, average kind of weekend warrior or professional athlete is making sure our patients are in balance. So doing some kinesiological muscle testing and just testing the, all the muscles in the body and seeing if everything's firing at the right time and there's symmetry in firing. So, so when you talk about doing kinesiological muscle testing, 
what exactly are you doing? A lot of people don't know what that is. Okay, so good question. So we can isolate various muscles, whether it be like the rectus femoris, the muscle that allows you to raise your leg, or various hip flexors, or just muscles around that whole hip area. And we can look and see which ones are turned off and which ones are turned on. It's pretty cool. And usually the number one injuries usually come with an asymmetry, meaning one muscle on one side is turned on and the other one's turned off. That's usually where a lot of the injuries occur from. It's actually safer to have both muscles on each side turned off because then you at least have symmetry. I mean, you may be slow and you may not be great at sports, but you'll at least have symmetry and you have, you'll be less likely to get hurt. What does turned off actually mean? All right. Um, so again, we're not turning, we're not talking about like bodybuilding, lifting, like muscles being strong, like, you know, being able to move a weight. We're talking about neurologically turned on. So if I, if I apply pressure and you apply pressure back, we kind of meet in the middle and we have symmetry and there's kind of a stalemate that's turned on. But now if I apply pressure and then you apply pressure and then your pressure gives within about two seconds, what that's telling me is neurologically, your body is not able to adapt to the force that I'm putting on you. And adapt, uh, adaptation is what athletes and what people are looking for to get the edge in performance. And as an example of this, because I'm trying to get people to visualize it, uh, yeah. when I came in, um, I was having some something going on with my left hip. And you had me lay on my back, and basically you put your hand on my leg and said, lift your leg. And I could lift my right leg, just straight lift it, no problem. But when I put my left leg there, you, you resisted me, and I really couldn't overcome the resistance with, at all, no matter what I did. And it, exactly. was, it was shockingly apparent to me that that muscle was turned off, that I wasn't communicating well with it from my brain, or that the muscle itself was weak. But it didn't feel like the muscle was weak, just like it wasn't all the way doing what I thought it would. This was invisible to me until I sat down and we actually did a side-to-side -side comparison. Exactly, exactly. So, okay, you find someone, they, you discover something in their shoulder, something in their arm, something in their, their, their leg is turned off. What do you do about it? Well, that's a great question. Well, one, we actually figure out where the root is. So like if you had shoulder pain, I mean, a lot of times people or clinicians, therapists, chiropractors, doctors, they want to look exactly where the injury or where the pain or symptom is. That's nice, you know, we keep that in mind, but I want to figure out the areas that are actually not functioning properly. Because what we find is a lot of times the pain and the areas that aren't functioning properly are in two totally separate sides of the body, which is really cool. Because then if we start fixing the underlying cause in a totally different area, we actually see symptoms improve. So symptoms are important, but they're not guiding the whole procedure. So we'd isolate, figure out where it's being caused, whether it's in the back, whether it's actually in the muscle itself whether it's in the neck, whether it's due to some diet stress. Usually diet always plays in because a lot of doctors that deal with physical medicine, they forget to look at the diet. So it's a prerequisite for all patients that work with me. They need to be on that bulletproof diet, really avoiding the mycotoxins and avoiding the grains to really help get the body healing. Now, Justin, you actually print out the bulletproof diet and hand it to patients, right? Yes, absolutely. All right, cool. You're, you're the second physician we've had on, on the show who does that. And I think it's it's kind of amazing, and I, I'm actually a little bit awed that uh, that it, the diet's made it that far and that it's working to help people lose weight like that. But you're the first guy who's talked about using it for performance in patients versus just weight loss. You're saying that when people have muscles that are turned off and they're trying to get into a higher performance state, you give them the same diet that you give to people who are obese. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, being a chiropractor, being traditionally trained as that, you know, we adjust, we do some soft tissue work, we do a lot of bioelectric healing and such. But a lot of times just making some simple diet changes, we can actually get rid of people's pain and actually improve performance. So for instance, there's a reflex, it's called viscerosomatic reflex. So all that means, viscero means organ, somatic means muscle. So there's an organ muscle connection. So we, we all know this intuitively, like if we would have a heart attack, we'd have left arm pain or left jaw pain, right? If we have a gallbladder attack, we have shoulder pain. If we have an appendix attack, we have right hip pain. So we know that the organs actually reflux to the muscles. So if we have all kinds of inflammation from mycotoxins or foods that are high in toxins or gluten, et cetera, that can inflame the gut, inflame the intestines, which actually reflex to the hip and to the back muscles. So you can literally, patients can turn off their hips and back muscles just by eating certain foods that are bad for them. I have an experience there that will probably sound really familiar to you. I noticed when I was really getting into to biohacking myself that if I ate something that had milk protein in significant amounts like uh, some milk or some cheese that one of the it felt like one of the vertebrae in my my mid neck would almost like go sideways you could actually feel it get hot and move sideways within maybe 20 minutes of eating and it was repeatable it would always move out always go to the left is that an example of the kind of thing you're talking about absolutely yeah, you commonly see it with the, the vertebrae in the upper spine, in the upper cervical area. It's very common for that to happen. And it happens to me as well. So I'm, I'm just the same. Got it. So I have a fair number of people listening to this show who are what I would call professional skeptics. And we've already said the C word, which is chiropractor. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're telling me that there's this amazing connection between your organs and different muscles randomly about the body. Absolutely. Except it's not really random, is it? You have maps of all these, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, you know what? You go to your doctor and you say you have a heart attack. They're looking for left arm pain. We know that's that connection is there. Even in conventional medicine, we know that. Where did these maps come from? Well, we know that the same nerve roots um, that go to the various muscles, they're actually two-lane highway tracks. And these nerve roots are actually on the same nerves that actually go to the organ as go to the muscles. So they're just on that same nerve root. That's, that's all it is, simply. So it's kind of like if you're running your cable system for your house right next to a thick electrical cord, you might get some electrical interference on your cable TV signal, right? Similar kind of Ex idea? Exactly. Same exact thing. Well, if you can hack your cable TV, it looks like you can hack your body. So that's kind of a, kind of a nice combination there. What's a mere mortal to do if they realize, okay, I understand there's a viscerosomatic connection here that's happening and I have pain in my body that's probably tied to organs that aren't as healthy as they could be uh, um, if you obviously they could go see someone with your credentials but there isn't exactly uh, Justin in every town I mean you're in the middle of Silicon Valley is there something you can do at home to help yourself with these levels of pain and muscle coordination absolutely uh, the first thing I recommend I'm all about kind of getting the, the most result with the least amount of effort. So the first thing you can do is kind of go on the bulletproof diet, cut out all the allergenic, hyper, hyper antigenic, uh, high toxin foods. That's the first step because as you lower inflammation, as inflammation goes down, the ability for your body to heal and recover and produce anabolic hormones goes up. So that's like the first thing you can do right there. Okay. So people with weird muscle pain should try a low toxin diet. Totally. Uh, you've got me sold on that. Yeah, without a doubt. And the next thing is too, 
I find one of the biggest mistakes patients make and people make is stretching. Now, not saying stretching is bad. I'm much more of a fan of dynamic stretching, meaning stretching through a movement pattern. But I'm a humongous fan of foam rolling. I think foam rolling does so much more than stretching ever could. I mean, there are certain muscles I like to stretch, like the hip flexors, because we sit all day, so they get really tight. But outside of that, I find I can add range of motion to my patients like like never before. Just adding a foam roller makes a huge difference. Something everyone should have in their medicine cabinet. Talk a little bit about how a foam roller works because I'm sure some of our listeners have no idea what that is. All right, great. So first, think of a a telephone cord, all right? So imagine if you had knots in that telephone cord and you were to stretch. What happens to the knot in the cord? Well, it's probably going to get a little tighter. It's going to get tighter. And the more you stretch and the more you stretch, it gets tighter. And then you build what's called trigger points and adhesions. And these trigger points or adhesions actually can turn the muscle off. That's one of the things we actually fix to get muscles turned back on. So really simply, if you use a foam roller over just typical stretching most of the time, you can actually pull that knot out. So then after, if you're going to stretch or move, then you're not making that knot tighter. Does that make correct? Said a lot of knots right there. That's true. I, I think that makes sense. So, so basically, what's an example? Let's say I had uh, a sore muscle in my upper back. What would I do with a, this foam roller thing? Well, if it's in your upper back, maybe on your thoracic spine or in between your shoulder blades, there's a couple of YouTube videos out there. You could easily Google it. But just really simply roll that foam roller and find that spot that hurts the most and continue to go over it for about a minute until you feel it start to kind of melt. That's the first thing you can do. All right, so people cut inflammation by going on a diet that's low in toxins and they do some basic foam rolling and they can probably get themselves part of the way there. But I can tell people who are listening that I spend a lot of time and attention on these sorts of things and I found that there's times when you just need to sit down with someone who has spent years working with this map of muscles and organs and spotting movement patterns And when you do that, you can have dramatic progress. Uh, That's one of the reasons that we have Justin coming to give a lecture on this at the conference. And that's another reason we have Jay, our main athletic trainer for two days, using electrical stimulation to help overcome these kinds of movement patterns because they're hard to nail yourself. If if you do a one-off, it could take months and months going in to see a specialist, but we're trying to whack a whole bunch of them at once. So when you walk out, you feel a major difference. Absolutely. And I'm actually really excited to attend the conference and, and watch Jay's talk. Jay's been a mentor of mine and he does some amazing things with athletes. If you just want to get a little snippet, snippet of what he does, Google Freak of Training. It's amazing. Awesome. I appreciate that Google link. We'll put that in the show notes for everyone as well. Well, I think we've covered all of the things that I was hoping we would talk about today. Is there anything else that we should talk about that you do with your patients that is unusual that the kind of audience that that Bulletproof people would love to hear about, like maybe how you dose collagen, uh, other vitamins that you tend to prescribe for people? Yeah, great question. So on the functional medicine side, you know, I do a lot with infertility, female hormones, uh, energy issues. So a couple of things we do, we'll run intracellular um, red blood cell tests. Uh, for nutrients, that's very helpful. We'll actually run a lot of tests for gastrointestinal infections. One of the things that is just so underreported today are parasite infections. And they increase inflammation and they can decrease absorption of all these nutrients you're putting in. So if you're eating a good, healthy, bulletproof diet, 
you're not going to be able to absorb all the nutrients you're, you're getting access to. So that's very helpful to getting that assessed very much. So the, the gut again is huge. Um, looking at the adrenals is super huge and making sure all the nutrients are on, are on par is very important. So I've, I've got a question for you there. There's a lot of those professional skeptics who are saying, oh, great, Dave, now you've got a chiropractor and now he's talking about parasites and they're, they're a non-issue. We live in the West and it's all voodoo. Do you have a quantitative answer to that? Yeah, absolutely. So we know just, you know, we know that I'll give you, for instance, uh, dientamoeba histolytica or antamoeba histolytica. It's a parasite. And it's, I want to say it's the number two or three cause death in third world countries. All right. Number three, it's huge. So now kind of bringing it over to here now, we have a lot of people. Yeah, we have access to food. We're not as malnourished, but we are. We, we have tons of calories that actually have no nutrition in them. And we're eating all these foods that are have tons of toxins. So we think we're really healthy, but we have immune systems that are just as weak. And these guys can come in and kind of create this low-grade inflammation and really wreak havoc on all kinds of health issues. And how do you quantifiably tell someone they have parasites? I mean, they, these little things are crawling around in the body, but they're sort of, sort of hard to spot. Absolutely. Um, how I do it is a couple of different lab tests we run, whether it's from um, metametrics or uh, biohealth diagnostics, they have a couple of good tests. We can actually do stool samples and, and quantify it based on whether it's PCR testing, looking at genes, or having a parasitologist look at it under a microscope and use certain stains to figure out what the infection is. So of the people you order gut function tests for, what percentage of them come back with something going on they shouldn't have? I'd say closer to 70 to 80%. Without a doubt. Is that because you pick the ones who are obviously likely to have something? Or is this something that you do as kind of, if someone comes in and says, I want the whole works, I, I want to kick ass in every domain, do they automatically get you know, stool test? Absolutely. Because one, we know 70 to 80% of the immune system resides in the stomach and the intestines, whether it be in the malt or the galt. So 70 to 80% of our immune system is right there. And since I've had multiple gastrointestinal infections, and since I cleaned out my gut, I have not gotten sick in over three years. So I totally practice exactly what I preach. I've done all the tests. I, I totally act the part. I eat bulletproof. So I can tell you it's made a huge difference in my life and, and hundreds of my patients' lives, for sure. Wow. So you've got quantitative data that's based on genetic testing to find the genes of the stuff living in your gut. Uh, or you've got physical evidence because you actually looked at them under a microscope and saw that they were there. So that's pretty quantitative, verifiable evidence that parasites are there. What are the markers that tell you that the presence of the parasites is actually causing a problem? That's a great question. Um, normally, what I try to do is I try to just address the parasite get rid of it, put them on a specific protocol. I try to do herbal as much as possible, some infections, you need antibiotics, and we just watch the symptoms go away. And again, I'm not giving them an anti-nausea pill or an anti-weight loss pill or you know, an antidepressant. I'm just treating the infection and we see symptoms clinically change. And then we go and retest and we see the infection's gone. So it's not double blind, placebo control, but it's, it's, it's pretty concrete and objective. So, yeah, looking at clinical outcomes is the core of good medicine. Uh, Double-line studies are quite useful, but that's not just good medicine. Right. Okay, so now I imagine the however many hundred thousand people that will hear this are going to rush out to their doctor and say, 
seventy percent of this guy's patients in you know Apple headquarters central land uh, seem to come back with bugs in their guts. I want a test. Most doctors are going to laugh. Uh, like, what do you say if you want to go to a normal physician and say, I'd like to confirm that I don't have anything bizarre going in my gut because I have strange pain around my body and I'm not feeling as much energy as I once did. Like, is, is there a way to do this with a normal doctor or do you need to see someone outside you know, the five-minute per patient type of clinic? Absolutely. It's really tough because mainstream medicine kind of has their paradigm and anything else out of that paradigm, it, it tends not to really, you know, be given much thought. It's, it's quackery, this, that. So it's tough to have to actually engage your doctor unless he's very open-minded in a conversation about that. So there are lots of doctors out there. So myself, I actually see phone patients from all over the country, and we run these tests. We ship them out, and we're able to run that. So if anyone is interested, they can go to my site and fill out the paperwork. And we, we can always work on that if they like. And your website is justinhealth.com? Yeah, justinhealth.com. And and they can sign up for the, my newsletter there as well. Okay, we'll definitely get that in the show notes, and I'll ask you to repeat that again at the end of the show. But I want to talk a little bit more about parasites. Early on when I started looking at you know, why my brain was turning off, this was more than a decade ago, there was uh, this this multi-level marketing thing called like dead doctors don't don't lie. And they were talking about all these anti-parasite pills and, and frankly, some stuff that's not true about the gut, you know, mucoid plaques and all this, you know, 10 pounds of dead meat in your stomach all the time and, and a bunch of BS. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I went on a bunch of different herbs, probably spent, I don't know, $500 or $1,000 on different herbs from different things that were supposed to get rid of parasites without ever actually knowing I had them. Should people who don't want to pay for testing maybe do a, a just a course of wormwood or some sort of herbal thing just in case? Should they do it once a year? Or is this really something that maybe you ought to test for before you start proactively treating it? That's a great question, Dave. Um, having dealt with many people, it really depends on what the infection is because how we treat H. pylori is different than how we treat cryptosporidium, which is different than how we treat Antoniva histolytica. And there are certain infections that I do recommend bringing a medical doctor on board and getting an antibiotic. And there are some that, you know, I feel pretty confident we've knocked it out many times that we can do it without that. And I, I'm, I'm definitely partial to the herbs because I'm on that natural side. And I feel like the herbs are a little bit more selective to, to keeping the good bacteria and wiping out the bad stuff. But I always like to, you know, make sure my T's and I's are, you know, dotted across, so to speak. Well, I'll tell you, the H. pylori was surprising to me. That was one of the things that we found in my test recently. I'm in pretty good shape. I lead a really high performance life, which has kind of optim optimized stress where I'm taking all the stress that I know how to handle. And every little thing that wastes biological stress for me is something I want to eliminate. So we did a test. I have no symptoms of H. pylori uh, in that I don't have ulcers. We finally learned not that long ago that H. pylori causes ulcers. So none of that's going on. There's nothing really apparent. But my test results came back with a very clear case for of H. pylori. So I'm working on eliminating that, and I'm hoping to get another boost in performance. And, and this is one of those things that if you're listening to this show and you're interested in being more bulletproof, like I'm kind of at the pinnacle of biohacking here, and I have a, a really fine degree of, of self-awareness here. But this is something that I didn't pick up, yet it's something that on a daily basis is sucking some small amount of my energy and my performance and the capability, the, the things I'm actually capable of. So I'm kind of stoked that a test for a couple hundred bucks can help me understand, okay, 
I have this un, unseen and unknown anchor on my performance, and I'm going to cut the tie on that one too as soon as I get rid of the H. pylori. Absolutely. I think the key is to figure out how many barriers to success you have and it, you know, just try to eliminate as many as possible so you can perform at your optimal potential. Okay, now we'll go out on a limb here. If you saw the average person, what percentage of improvement do you think just the average person across the population is capable of if they just got rid of these things? I'm not talking about like changing their psychology. I'm talking about reducing biological and physiological stress by just learning how to move maybe and by reducing these chronic low-grade gut infection, things like that. I say, well, again, that's a case by case person. So, I mean, I'll, I'll generalize, but it, some people it could be absolutely life changing. Some people, depending on their diet, could be a little less. But I'd say at least fifty to seventy percent, without a doubt, just doing some of the simple things. That is exactly in line, and we didn't compare numbers before we talked here. This is you know, a real question. Uh, this is exactly in line with, with what I see when I do executive coaching for people. People have no idea that they can be 70% better by making some changes. And that's not even making all the changes and pulling out all the stops. That's just the low-hanging fruit. But man, I mean, what if you could feel 50 or 70% more energy and get 50 or 70% more done or have you know more time to play with your grandkids, whatever it is? I, I just found it to be so life-changing for me. And I'm certain my number was greater than 70%. But I, I'm really hoping that when people hear, hear about the correlation between pain in their shoulder and some organ in their body or understand that they could have something going on in their gut with no knowledge of it, that they actually go out and take action on this. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. And one of the things that, that I've observed being in this field is that people just don't know how good they can feel. That, it's not even in their scope of reality. That's why I keep trying to encourage people like just go 100% bulletproof for two weeks. Just eat only green foods, only eat five or six foods, the ones that are perfectly clean and just don't worry about lots of spices or beer or whatever. And most people have a day like after four or five, four or five days of, of maybe feeling a little off even. They just have this day where their brain wakes up for the first time in their entire life and they're just like they'll call me just be, or post on Facebook and they'll say, oh my God, like – I finally feel it. I feel amazing. And then two days later, they'll eat something they shouldn't have had, like some bad chocolate. <laughs> and they just go, oh, I feel like myself again. And I don't ever want to feel that way again. And all of a sudden, like they become a biohacker because like, like once all you need is just one day of feeling that way and you'll never go back. Exactly. And seeing the lights go on in my patient's eyes like that, that's why I get up every day and do what I do. Yeah, that's the same, same motivation that, that keeps me writing the blog. So I appreciate the work you're doing, and I appreciate the work you did on me specifically in helping me turn the muscles on in my hip and uh, in my uh, right shoulder. That was particularly cool, and I I can't wait to hear what you have to say at the Bulletproof Conference. Uh, by the way, if you're listening, there's still 20 spots left, but only 20 spots left, and uh, you're going to hear an awesome talk from Justin as well as a bunch of other guys talking about other biohacking technologies. Let's close this with two questions that I ask everyone who's ever been on the show. The first question is, from everything you know, not just the medical things you, you've studied, but your entire life experience, what are the top three things that people can do to be higher performance across every domain? Just top three most important things. Oh, 
All right, top three. All right, so number one, get more high-quality fat in your diet. That's one of the biggest kind of um, things that are out there. People are afraid of fat, high-quality grass-fed meat, high-quality coconut oil. Get more fat in your diet. That is absolutely, like, number one right there. And high-quality fat, obviously. Uh, number two, uh, so for – you want me to go into some, some lab tests as well? Uh, anything that you think is going to be most transforming – Okay. Well, just to keep it really simple, cut all grains out of your diet. That is, if I could like create one, if I can go to Congress and legislate one rule, I would totally make gluten or grains illegal. I mean, that would be the best <laughs> thing I could ever do. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a libertarian guy. I believe people should have a choice to choose. That's why we're having these shows to educate people. But if I could do one thing, I see more problems caused by grains by themselves than anything else. Amen, brother. <laughs> And then number three is I have my patients do their own glucose tolerance test. I find many patients, if they get exposed to more toxins, they actually become more and more carbohydrate sensitive. So the more metabolic deranged or the more metabolically damaged you are, the, the less carbohydrate you can handle. So you have them just buy a, buy a little $50 blood testing meter and then prick their finger after a meal or after a specifically yeah. a sugar meal. So they can do that even Absolutely. once a week if, or once a month if they want to and track what they're doing. Absolutely. It's one of the best things you can do the, you know, keep it under 140 for one hour, under 120 for two hours and back to normal for, for three or your um, doctor last week, which he gave me some enlightening information is keep it under 125 one hour after. So that's the new protocol I'm going to start using is the 125 and less right after one hour of, of uh, eating. Awesome. And if you ever want to get on the phone with Rocky, I'm sure I can introduce you guys. That's great. Yeah, I love his new protocol. I've been like taking notes in those studies. I'm like, oh, this is great. Awesome. The final question is an easy one. Tell people how they can find out more about you, where they can get your newsletter, uh, where you practice, your URL, things like that. Great. Yeah, you can find me at justinhealth.com. I do over-the-phone functional medicine consultations. I also practice physically in Silicon Valley in Cupertino, California, in the Apple campus. And I also have a newsletter that you can sign up for as well as a blog where you can get more cutting-edge information to help you optimize your health and well-being. Excellent. Justin, thanks for being on the show today. Totally appreciate your time and the work you do. Thanks for having me, Dave. It was great. Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. 
This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.